When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snowplowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. Stu here. You're supposed to say William here. William here. There you go. Just want to let you thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Just want to let you know our next podcast is going to be a live podcast at Parkside Pub in Huntley, Illinois. William, what is the Parkside Pub known for? Home of the Turkey Testicle Festival. The That's origi- right. And the original. And they just uh, started carrying Club 400 Lager there. Oh, boy. So we're going to have our first live podcast for 2021, Parkside Pub. The date is April 25th. That is a Tuesday. Uh, the patio is going to open at 4 o'clock. We'll probably start our live show at 5. We'll lead into the 640 Cubs game. We're going to have Cub ticket giveaway. We're going to have we're going to have some Club 400 memorabilia to give away. Uh, we're going to do – we're having a great time. William, are you ready to do this? I am, but I have a question. Is it April 25th or May 25th? Did I say May 25th? You said April. I meant May 25th. We're in May now. May yeah. 25th. You the know how I am, William. Uh, May 25th. That's a Tuesday Parkside Pub. Uh, we'll be po- promoting it on the site soon, so we'd love to see you. Have some Club 400 beer with me and William at Parkside Pub May 25th at 4 o'clock. The Club 400 podcast is on the air. I've been in boss my whole damn life. William, what's up, buddy? I was thinking the other day, William, where's the Cubs love the Club 400, man? I don't know. The Cubs organization has not admonished we have existed since 2013. What's up with that? I mean, my Twitter game is pretty weak. But if the Cubs could retweet me or something, that would be kind of cool once in a while. Let let everybody know and be proud of the fact that we raised $500,000 for the best fans of all sports, which is you guys, the Chicago Cup fans. So... No, I'm not complaining. We've had Tom Ricketts out. We've had the World Series. But I'm talking about the organization, you know? We're here to help you guys. We're here to help the fans. And we're here to help promote my favorite sports team of all time, the Chicago Cubs. Who ain't giving no love. No love. In Chicago. I mean, maybe you guys can maybe work with me on something. And uh, maybe we can. How about a player actually repping us, you know? Player rep, that's it. That's the idea right We need there. something here. Like, uh, where's the love? That's what I want to know. We just give out so much love, William. And get none back in return. Exactly. So I'm asking, like, I think, right, we've been doing this podcast for two years. Yeah. 
The Cubs need like to, we're the, a little. We're we're gonna be honest. We're a little disappointed. We're not on the marquee yet. We should be on the marquee. Has the fan representing the Chicago Cubs? Just like should last year, Danny did, or two years ago. Yeah, two years ago now. Danny Crowley, uh, Michael. Oh, not Crowley. Sarami uh, and um, what? Uh, Jesus. Well, they did a great job on the uh, Cubs uh, at the time. Ivy. They're not and Ivy. No, what was it called? I forgot what it's called. Inside the Ivy. Mm-hmm. Inside the Ivy. They did a great job. The Cubs need to do something like that. We're going to throw our hat in the ring tonight, William. What do you yeah, think? We're ready to go. I mean, I mean, look at First Crane. of all, have you seen us lately? Have you seen us out of COVID? We're looking pretty good. We are looking sexy. So I mean, you know, we're we're, we're representing the fans here, people. Couple sexy MFs, man. That's what the Cubs. So need. if the Cubs, I mean, this I know this for a fact. Oh, let me tell you something, William. A lot of people ask me, "Hey, Stu, how do I get a Club 400 shirt or a hat or whatever else?" And uh, truth is, is if you ever went to our website, you'll probably wonder why we don't have a store. Right? Mm. We've never had a store. No. And that was a promise I made a long time ago uh, to Tom Ricketts. I told him I would never profit off the Chicago Cubs. And you have not. And I have not. And we have never opened up a store. And like well, the only time we sell stuff is at our events, which is to help the cause at that point in time. So uh, that's when you pick up your Club 400 merch. But I got a question. Could you do a Club 400 merch store with all the profits going to the charity itself? Well, you know what? We could do something like that, yeah. I mean, just to reach the people. That yeah, I was always worried about. I was always worried about optics, you know. Right. And uh, but well, I think you've been doing it long enough now, where people know that the you know, right when you say the money's going to this, that, or the other thing, and it's a hundred percent of the money, and it's you know one of those kind of four hundred one c five hundred one three zero six c d e what's it called. 501c3. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, yeah, I knew you'd know. Uh, um, I, I think that people know that, you know, when you say all the money's going to right whatever the charity is, it, it's actually going there. So, so I don't yeah. think the optics would be bad at this point. No, you know what? And we could do limited edition stuff and say, oh, this shirt's raising right. money for this. And, you know, shout out to Joe. Obvious shirts. Uh, mm. Obvious shirts, Joe. I mean, come on, man. The Mongo? I mean, first of all, he's one? got a great company with a great product. Uh, and he's such a great guy. Yeah, and what he's doing right now at Mongo, donating 100% to uh, Mongo's charity. Uh, and shout out to Betsy. I know she has a hand in all that. And yeah. She, yep. Promoting. She's promoting it like crazy. So. She's got that uh, that GoFundMe page right up to almost close to $200,000. I was reading a story, not to get sidetracked and talk about bear stuff, but I was reading a story about Mongo the other day. And uh, do you remember the guy who was on the Saints who got – Lou Gehrig's disease and has literally went from right after Hurricane Katrina, he had this huge punt block, which they have a uh, statue of outside of their stadium. He went from being like hero there to now he's hundred percent in a wheelchair. Um, he can't speak. So he speaks with his mouth through a computer kind of thing. And, uh, he's like a spokesman for ALS. ALS. Yes. Right. And, um, Anyway, Mongo was a huge donator to him and his cause. Isn't Mongo it? was a very charitable person, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, all the good stuff is coming out Freaking Mongo, and, dude. I mean, uh, it's terrible. Mongo, uh, I've, I got to meet Mongo various times. In fact, if you recall, we, you know, during COVID last year, we talked about having Mongo out. Right. And remember, Betsy was talking about that. And, uh, yeah, uh, Joe, great job with what you're doing with Mongo. Uh, and, yeah, our, our guy Aiden's hosting a private party there for 
a lot of the 85 bears will be there so that'd be pretty cool man um Wrigley View Rooftops, so one of our sponsors. Uh, go uh, check their website out. That's WrigleyView.com, and we it's Club 400 approved. Speaking of that, um, we got a couple announcements to make. Speaking of Wrigley View Rooftops, we are going to have another rooftop party, and we are going to do it under the owner's uh, mother's honor, uh, which is Aiden and his mom. I think Aiden's mom passed away when he was about eight years old for breast cancer. So we're going to do a huge breast cancer event where almost all the money goes uh, to a a local breast charity. Uh, We don't know which one yet. Uh, Aiden's going to pick that one out. Uh, But we're going to watch a baseball game, and we're going to raise a whole lot of money for breast cancer. So um, It's going to be some pink there that day, I imagine. We're going to do pink shirts, and i got to get with Joe because we want to do some pink obvious shirts on the roof that day and, you know, raise a bunch of money for charity, you know. Boobies Uh, on the rooftop. Yeah, so we'll be on the lookout for that. There'll probably be about 125 tickets for sale. And uh, Aiden's going to give most of all that ticket money, if not all of it, to the charity. So your money's going into a, the right place. It'll allow you to go watch the Cubby game and drink Club 400 lager. Can you beat that? Spe- oh, yeah, you oh. can. Speaking of beef. I have a story I don't think I told you. Pretty funny story. All right. I mean, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you couldn't help but tell I was in Cincinnati. I posted a lot more than I normally do, but we were having a good time, and it was good to be with the family uh, to watch baseball. Uh, met some great friends out there. I won't name any just because I'll forget a few, and they might be mad at me, but met some people out there, brought some Club 400 lager out there, and uh, I know some people in Cincinnati. So on Monday, we, were, we left Monday morning uh, I, w- I had some beer that I brought for these guys that live down in that area. And I was debating on driving it to their houses and, you know, we're tired from a weekend. And so I just put, basically put these guys on a group text. There's three different guys. And I said, okay, um, I'm leaving uh, some beer for you guys at the hotel on the second floor. I said, the first guy that goes there gets a 12 pack. The second guy goes there, gets a 12 pack. And the last guy goes there, gets a six pack. So I go up there, put the beer up there. I said, hey, can, is it all right if I leave this beer here? This is like uh, my beer, and I have some friends out here that I want to make sure they get it. She said, no problem. We do that stuff all the time. So I left the beer there and thinking, okay, we're good to go. I get a call the next day from Jeff. He said, Stu, I got a funny story to tell you. He's like, so I go up to the second floor, and I, you know, I said, hey, I'm here to pick up some beer. I don't know how much, but you know, tell me what's there. And she's like, oh, I, don't, I don't see any beer, sir. And she starts looking around, and she's like, well, let me make a couple calls here. So he starts, like, meandering, you know, in the lobby, and he happens to look in the cooler, and there's a bunch of Club 400 cans in the cooler. He's like, ma'am? And she's, like, on the phone, and he goes, there's actually Club 400 beer in that cooler. And she, like, looks in the cooler, and she said the look on her face was like, uh, like, uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> Something messed up. Uh-oh. So I guess they put a post-it note on the beer, and it flew off the, the beer, and someone just put it in the cooler to sell. That's the best part. <laughs> so the case, the 30 cans, hey, we sold 15, 16 beers in a day. Isn't that nice. awesome? So, yeah, Club 400 Lager, Chris Lake Brewery, you have sold beer in Cincinnati. That would be a first. Yeah, they're going to put an order in if, if you're not careful. And I said, I, I, supposedly they're supposed to comp my room a little bit of money. My guy Ryan Clooney will drive a truckload down there, I'm sure. Speaking of that, we got to drive a truckload down to Oklahoma. We do. I mean, we got to see those people. I know. We owe them from last year. 
I don't see no. I don't see any reason why we can't go down there and do a live podcast. I'm fully vaccinated. He's he's fully vaxxed. (laughs) I'm fully vaxxed. And you know what? A lot of people are getting vaxxed, uh, and you know things are getting back to normal real quickly. And uh, speaking of that, uh, while I was in Cincinnati, I might have had a small buzz. You did. Might have had a small one, but I was with my family, so I didn't get too crazy. I did get lost on Saturday night, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, we are going to have our third annual road trip this what? year. Yep. We're going to St. Louis like we did the first. Uh, first year, we went to uh, Cincinnati. Second year, we went St. to St. Louis. Yeah. I picked this. Uh, if you look at the Cubs schedule for July, August, September, you know, if you're going to do a bus trip, you got to do some work close. The only thing that really made sense, especially with the timing of it, even though, you know, who knows what's going to be going on October 1st or 2nd, 3rd, as far as where the Cubs are at. They might be in it. They might be out of it. It could be meaningless baseball. But bottom line is we're together for a weekend, you know. So uh, Todd's putting the prices together right now for our third annual road trip to St. Louis. And it's basically going to be we're going to leave on a Friday, come home on a Sunday. And I told Todd to include a tailgate this year. So we're going to go to the game Friday night. The cool thing about it is, William, mm-hmm. the game on Saturday is scheduled at 6 o'clock. So nice. that's why I told Todd, let's do a tailgate. So we're going to do a tailgate, like at maybe 3 o'clock. And uh, we're going to grill out. And if I can get it worked out, we'll have, maybe have some live music. I know we brought Jim and Justin to year one and it never quite worked out. But, you know, we, we get smarter as we go. So, uh, and you'll include two games, your transportation maybe, and a hotel. Maybe Jim could do a dinosaur show in there too. Yeah. A we could do a dinosaur. And a dinosaur yeah, well, show. Jimmy, Jimmy Wadelia is actually bringing the dinosaur show. Here to the great state of Illinois. To Gurney, huh? Yeah. Gurney parking lot. That's excellent. More details we, on that later. We love Jimmy. We love Jimmy. So that's pretty. So yeah, we talked about the live podcast coming up on the 25th of May. We talked about the. Uh, cancer rooftop game, which will details will be coming out of that, and then also our, our third annual road trip in September. So we got some things going on. That's actually October first, second, third. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the last weekend of uh, regular season baseball. You're doing so many things, so many uh, balls in the air with the juggling that it's hard to keep track of everything. But um, hopefully, people are on the Facebook page and they. They follow through on on stories as they happen, like the ticket giveaway from our last podcast. Oh, yeah, right, right. I mean, what great pictures and follow-up on that whole thing. That was a good pick, you know? I mean, just to see those guys, they went down there the night before. One of their wives got in the hotel room, and you could just see that they were so happy to be there. How far did he drive? The winner drove like like three and a half hours or something? It was longer than that. It was like five hours, five five and a half hour drive. That's awesome. So, yeah, they had a great time. That's thanks to Club 400 Lager. You keep drinking, we keep giving away tickets. keep drinking. Like, we're we're giving away a pair of tickets because of Crystal Lake Brew and, and, uh, you know, what what we're doing with them. On that day, on the day we do the Parkside. So, we're going to give away a pot of two. So, Ooh. and we're going to give away tickets. I don't know it's how we're going to work go it yet, but we'll that. figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so. Worth it just to go. So things are going, but you know what's not happening, William? A party here at Club 400. Isn't that sad? You know, it's sad, but it does feel like we're getting closer every day. Yeah. You know, with all the stuff happening around us and stuff opening up. And right. People getting vaxxed and people just feeling more comfortable and stuff like that. I, I got to tell you something, I think William. we're a country I, I, coming back together. I think we're coming back, and this is, kind of goes with that, but... uh I thought I was, probably shouldn't have done this, but I posted a picture of me at uh, Cincinnati Park. Uh, it's not what, the Great American Ballpark. No, it's not. Uh, they had a sign that said, Keep, put your mask on or uh, something like yeah. that, and I kind of gave the middle finger. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Let me clear something, like, just so you guys know. I mean, Kathy Wheatley works security for us. Frank Walker, uh, the fourth, he's a great guy, uh, is one of the big security guys over there, too. And I obviously meant no re- disrespect to any of those guys. And you know what? You know, the laws are the laws. I mean, the, what they, the restrictions are the restrictions. These guys, you know, I think about the, the workers, like Kathy, and a lot of the people I know that worked at Wrigley Field, like, you know, Jimmy and uh, Esther and all those guys, you know, they haven't worked in a very long time. And... You know, if they want to keep working, they got to stay open. And to stay open, you got to feel you, you got to follow the mandates. So uh, I think the, no disrespect no. to those guys, but I, I I personally just think like mask outside. I don't not a big well, fan of. Well, they, <laughs> we we talked about it when right after we got back from Arizona and how ridiculous it was when we went to see the Cubs play the Dodgers and stuff like that. And you know, you're right. I mean. For a long time, I was like air on the side of caution and being safe and stuff like that. But now being outside makes no sense. It makes no sense to wear one. And actually, they're even saying now, if you are vaccinated, you can be outside without masks. The ironic thing, so William, me and Lisa and Lauren go to the game, you know. And uh, guess who's patrolling our section? Kathy. (laughs) <laughs> Kathy Wheatley in Cincinnati? No, no, this was oh. at Wrigley when we went, we oh. went to a family oh, game. Right, right, yeah, we went right. to a family yeah. game, and I'm like, oh shoot, let's see how she's gonna be. You know, hey, if Kathy's, uh, if I was uh, own a company, I would want Kathy working for oh, me. She was good. She was telling me, hey, put on that mask. Of course, I did. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it is what it is. But no, I mean, that's the thing. We are gonna have Frank uh, Frank on here one of these days, and we're gonna talk to him. He's actually started a podcast right now. Um, and it's basically he's interviewing the people that work at uh, Wrigley Field. He's he's doing a lot of great things, mm. and uh, we respect all the people that work at Wrigley Field. Can't wait to uh, see you all back when it's packed because maybe by maybe by July we'll have a full house. Maybe you know one of the last couple nights there obviously there's been some exciting baseball lately here, but one of the last couple nights the announcers were talking about oh. Uh, it might have been the last game of the Dodgers series where they were on national TV. Did you watch that one? Yeah, yes. Okay, one of the things they said is Kimbrell has been in such a zone lately. I mean, I know he gave up that pop fly home run right. the other day, but he's been, like, you know, super exciting, like the movement on his on his pitches, and he's hitting 98 and stuff like that. That's the perfect time for the full house. You know, right, and it's really weird when they only have like a third. You know, at the end of the game, right, two outs, exactly, fans get up, all that. That's where right. you like truly, truly miss it. And with and the walk offs, like, oh, yeah. yeah, and the guy, and a guy like Kimbrel too, who's like he's a guy that's gonna get the crowd psyched up if he's thrown like this when they all come back. So. Right. Yeah, definitely looking forward to those moments. I was telling you when you uh, came down here, I don't see. Well, I talked to William Wap. I don't. I haven't seen him since we did our last podcast. And um, yeah, I, f- I swore a lot. That was because it was, you know, it was four twenty, and we mm-hmm. we were drinking pretty good that night. Somebody said I, you swore a lot on that one. And I said, oh, was we that your mom? No, nah, I don't think she listens anymore. Uh, I don't know who listens anymore. Uh, the Cubs don't. Hey, but uh, someone listened because they went to the Cubs game for free. Right. Exactly. No doubt so. about that. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah. Um, what, what, what was I even saying, William? You were talking about you haven't seen me in a long time. and Oh, yeah. Sorry. I got sidetracked. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking, like, uh, you know, I went to uh, Cincinnati, obviously, and I, I've been actually really watching Cubs baseball, you know, and, you know, like, I was worried that I fell 
out of love with the game because I really didn't really care that much about it last year, you know. So I went a, a big void without really giving two craps about baseball. And, like, this team might not be great, but this team is watchable, you know, and seeing what Chris Bryant's... fun to watch. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. I mean... I mean, we're just coming off the sweep of the Dodgers. Uh, who would have guessed that with that rotation, the way it was set yeah. up? That, that's why you play the games. And you know, Clayton Kershaw's shortest outing ever. It was unbelievable. His shortest start, start ever. Kyle Hendricks with the seven-inning uh, seven um, complete game? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. <laughs> I mean, really, is it a complete game? I mean... I did want to talk about those rules. I was ang- I'm angry lately. I hate this, uh, extra, the second base extra inning rule. So you hate that? I hate it. I think I do too, except no games are going 21 innings anymore. No. which is- Those sucked. Yeah. Those, as fans, as employees, as, uh, as secure, uh, what, I totally lost Frank? It. As Frank or ask yeah. uh, John Benedict. How they feel about a twenty-one inning game, you know? I yeah. mean, those are that's unbearable. Yeah, and I get it, but I just don't like. Okay, for instance, let's say everybody remembers this game, the the game I was at in Cincinnati. A lot, uh, I think there was eight home runs that game. It's such a great game. I mean, yeah, to be at, game. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, that game it was a beautiful weather, and I had nothing to do besides watch that game. I didn't care if that game went on forever, to be honest with you. But just an enjoyable game to watch. But the back and forth and the Ian Happ uh, three-run homer to tie the game. Uh, and it was just such a fun game to watch. And then, obviously, the Cubs came on the losing side of it. But it just seems like such an easy out for the, the first nine innings that you played, you know. It does. And I don't like the fact, William, what really bothers me more than anything is you can actually win the game without getting a hit. Meaning that you place a runner on second. For instance, when that game, there was a wild pitch by the pitcher. He gets over at third base. A ground out, you know, a ground out could get him out. A pop fly can get get him in. I don't like the fact that you could fight that hard for nine innings and not get a hit and win the game. Come on. When do we get turned into sissies? When did the world turn into sissies? This is not baseball. I don't know what this is. I don't like it at all, William. All right. And Lisa. Duly noted. Lisa was. She. I was so I was into that game, and then we lost like that. I'm like, this is bullshit. I actually kind of think that the seven inning games bother me more. Okay, well, obviously we had that guy get the no hitter this year, and is a no hitter? Isn't a no hitter? I don't know. It's not a no hitter. Well, there's that. Twenty seven outs is a no hitter, William. But not twenty one. I've gotten into conversations with people about DH or no DH and the strategy elements of that. Talk about the strategy difference between a seven-inning game and a nine-inning game. It's like day and night. Oh, If you're the Brewers and you got the guy that was rookie of the year last year and then Hader in the, in the yeah. ninth inning. It's a four-inning game. Now, yeah, it's a four-inning game. It's a four-inning game. That's all you got to do is get your starter. It's not real forward. baseball either. Four We're, strong. When did we turn in such sissies, man? I don't know. I don't Bring know. me back to the 80s, okay? Right. The old school 80s. Bring me back to Nolan Ryan. When the players looked like me. Yeah. Bring me back to Nolan Ryan when he throw 160 pitches in a game. That's exactly. What I want to see. Let's get this one. Pitch count 42. You're out. Such wusses, man. I know it's no good. I don't like the two new. I don't like. I you know what? And I was stupid. I didn't even know that the second base runner at second base, uh, you know, extra innings even existed until I saw it happen in a game. Well, you and Tony Larusa. Oh, <laughs> speaking of Tony Larusa, what, what everybody thought that was a disaster, and it's turning out to be a disaster. And like I'm watching with Pierce Schadenfreude, like, oh, you look at that, look at, oh my god, like, ha ha ha. 
I'm kind of thinking he's reminding me a little bit of our president. Who's that? Tony LaRusso. <laughs> <laughs> a little confusion, you know. How about, how do you like that? You'll never, that's on tape. Too, yeah. So. I, William actually said that and not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, baseball is back. And you know what? Right now, the Cubs are three games out. And, you know, hey, you, this team has not established I, its identity yet. You know? No, not at all. I mean, obviously, like, Ian Happ had a terrible April. But no one's going to remember Ian Happ's terrible April if he has a great ju- June, July, August, September, you know. Doesn't matter. Right now, we're three games out. We're it, when the, the hunt of the mix. Enjoy it. Like what we have last year at this right. time. We we're locked down. Yeah. We were locked in our houses. And they and they sure have made the conversation about if you could keep two. I don't think anyone knows at all what the Cubs are going to do with these four guys next year. You know. No. And you know what? I mean, the next month and a half is going to be really telling on right, the direction but, of this team. Right. But like right now. Had that you know had that conversation before the season starts, and I said uh, I want I said Rizzo and Contreras would be the two I'd keep. You know, now I'm keeping Bryant, right? <laughs> and I don't know which one. You know, it's it's right. tough. It's tough. I and said Bryant uh, Bryant Contreras. I think I said. I mean, they're I they're all all four of them are great players, and bryant obviously struggled so bad last year kind of made you forget how great he is and the fact that he can play third base first base outfield and play him well too how about duffy 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 uh lauren's favorite player matt duffy matt duffy i don't know why she's matt duffy is lauren's favorite player little trivia question for you i'll tell you what has a father um you know going to the game uh with lauren first time in ever this year when we were in cincinnati that, you know, for two days in a row, we watched baseball together. But, you know, she's actually sitting down and she's learning the game, you know, and she's mm. learning the players. And, you know, has a dad who's loved baseball as much as I've loved baseball and it's part of who I am to be able to uh, share that with my daughter mm-hmm. and have, have her take interest in it, you know. Do you think because she's playing now too? That That's, that, I mean, that, that, that definitely helps. Feeds into it a little yeah. bit, makes it easier to pay attention or... Yeah, I mean, motivating, and it maybe. helps teach the teacher the game, obviously yeah. too. So, Lauren's That's having her, uh, commu- our first communion, so we're proud of her for that. It's Lauren Fest here, I know. And then, uh, and a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, right, happy William? Happy Mother's Day. Yes. I mean, without mothers, we don't have anything. Or we get zero. And my mom, um, you know, I get to see her this weekend, and she's headed back to Tennessee, William. She's leaving me again. Oh well. That's all right. You get to see her, so that's good. Good stuff. So yeah, we're our plan of attack, guys, is to hit the road. When I say hit the road, we're, we're gonna hit. We're our podcast. We're trying to line up a guest right now uh, for our show um, in May on May twenty fifth, our live show. I think we got. I think we're gonna reel them in here, and then uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna go to some other bars. We might end up even doing one at Crystal Lake Brewery one of these days. We might. I mean, that would make the most sense, right? We might do one at Home Plate. The Wrigley Field. Yeah, we should. We, we should do one at ten fifty. I'm sure uh, after Waveland Avenue. Yeah, I'm sure over the after this show, the Cubs will be calling us right away. I know. Maybe the Cubs will give us a little love. I'm going to ask the Cubs. I know that everybody. I told Carly this. Like they're watching everybody. The Cubs are. They pay right. attention to what's going on. So hey, Cubs, the organization. Yeah. Can you show me a little love? Can you show uh. Club Four Hundred a little love? 
I mean, an organization uh, that's raised over $500,000 for the best uh, fans of sports promotes the Cubs in a positive way. Can you give me a retweet? Can you pretend like we exist? I'm, I'm that guy across the room that you're ignoring, but you need to come and get to know, all right? <laughs> William? I agree totally, 100%. Exactly. Man. Come on. Ain't no love for the Club 400 podcast. Bob Cashin, I got to call him out because he actually listens to the show. He's, He's driving to Minnesota to be with his mom. Really? Yeah, he hasn't seen his parents in a year and a half. And there's a lot of people that are going to have the, those kind of reunions this yeah, year. Yeah, that'll be great. It's going to be a special Mother's Day, you know. So enjoy it. Spend the time with your family and celebrate life. And there's Cubs baseball on too that day. Right. So even better. Can't beat it. So I think that's it, William. I don't really know what else we have to talk about right now. Just I would remind people to always go to the Club 400 Facebook page and see what's going on. Get updates. You'll probably hear more about our live event at Parkside Pub in Huntley, Illinois. Oh, and one more thing. One more thing. Our next fundraising event, and I've been slacking a little bit on it, and the reason why I've been slacking on it, quite honestly, because I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do it as far as what kind of format we're going to use. And I love the razzes. The razzes were great. But the razzes are a lot of work, a lot of work. So I'm trying to avoid doing a razz, to be honest with you. So I was trying to like, like all my ideas just come to me and like, I'm just waiting for it to come to me. But yeah, uh, we promised that we are going to come through for Riker and we will. That's our next thing on, on the, I just got to get mentally prepared for it. It's like one of those things like, all right, we, uh, I just went to Cincinnati. I was worried about that. And that but I'm going to start getting on that right now. So you'll be seeing a fundraiser for uh, Riker. Real soon, I hope that you can participate, even if it's five, ten bucks, whatever, twenty bucks. It all adds up at the end. It is Cub fans helping Cub fans, William, on our way to one million dollars. I mean, the Cubs—they're going to have to admonish us. That—that's not the right word, right, William? It is not. But you keep using it. What, I like it. What's the word? They—they're going to have to acknowledge us, acknowledge. right? When we hit a million, right? So why don't you just come over and talk to me now? Do it now. Come on, maybe you should hire me and William. Yeah, set up. We get, call us on the hotline. We could do a great post show. That's right. I'll even stay sober for it. I'll even <laughs> do that. I'll even do that for you, Cubs. I'll do that for you. We love you all. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Club 400 Cubs. We're all about you, the fan. And we're all about having a good time. And we got good times ahead, William. Club 400 bonus. I told Cash and I give him an hour, okay? So, we, William? so we get some bonus? Yeah. And you know what? I don't know if you guys are going to see this eventually. We have, we're shooting a music video here tonight. Uh, the Jersey Girls. No, it's not me and William. It's the Jersey Girls. We got John Benedict coming over here. Uh, he's going to do the organ, and these girls are going to uh, uh, do a little video. I think they're going to mix it with some live footage at Wrigley Field outside the ballpark. But this is going to be included with it. And you know who just walked in the door because he heard the Jersey Girls were coming? Who? Oh, one of the Club 400's famous guys that we've ever met. The guy who's helped us raise $500,000. He is he. Can I get a clue? Is he an artist? He, he, he works with wood. He works. He's with a master. Wood. He's a master with his wood. He's a master master craftsman. <laughs> oh boy, this is going off the rails if we don't bring it back on. Bill Watts is in the house. It's Bill Watts. What's up, guys? Bill Watts. What's good? It's good to see you. Happy to be here. I said hey. first time. Uh, yeah. In the hot seat? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I, it's good I did to get the, a uh, over the phone interview one time. That yeah. Was, it's good was, to get a, an original. 
Club 400 member, you know, like in the. Hey, can you give him a little slack on his? Uh, yeah, 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 Jesus here, Christ! Just, just don't, don't do this. Uh, uh, make sure you talk into the microphone, rookie. Pros. Jesus, I you guys were pros at this. He's like, he's like, got to hold his head to the side because William didn't give him enough slack. What kind of show is this, dude? This is not the Howard Stern show, now that's he, for sure. Now he can move his head. Don't listen to Howard Stern. Howard Stern sucks. Okay. Now I'm free to roam. You are free. You can walk around the room now. Watts, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. I tell you what, from a distance, it looks like a whole hell of a lot. You've been doing a lot of cool projects lately. Yeah, I was able to uh, just did a piece for the sheriff, Andrew Chafin. I love um, that. So tell me how you, because I, I don't know, uh, how did you get hooked with him? Well, he put out a uh, thing on social media when he was looking for a car because his pickup truck was too wide for the streets of Chicago. <laughs> and uh, it was on his Twitter or something. And my brother sells used cars. So I was like, I'll throw this out to him. I'll send him a message. Maybe you'll see it. Maybe you won't. And at the end, I just gave him a, a, gave a plug for Fly the Wood. And uh, he sent a message back, didn't mention anything about the car. You know, my brother selling cars, nothing. He's just like, I got this Chafin Family Farms. I got this logo I created. Can you do a sign for that? And I was like, absolutely. And he sent me the picture and kind of brainstormed some ideas and came up with something. And uh, he, he thought it was beautiful. So I, I sent it to him at Wrigley. And uh, he's waiting till, I guess he hasn't seen it yet. It's okay, still in the gotcha. Bar. And uh, he's yeah. waiting to open it till the Cleveland series because he's going to take it home, I guess. So. Okay. So that's, that's pretty that's awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Does he have yeah. a nickname yet? The Chafe? Sheriff. Oh, it's the Sheriff. Yeah, the okay, Sheriff. The sheriff. We need the Sheriff at Club 400. I man. know. He'd I know. So now I can go through Bill Watts to get the Sheriff here. Yeah. I think I Crowley's talking Crowley's to him, Crowley's already yeah. working on it, and yeah. uh, I put the bug in his ear a couple He'd times. He'd actually too. be fun on the upcoming bus trip to St. Louis, I'm just saying. Hey. Oh, wait, he's on the team. <laughs> if he was standing next to William and I went came from behind, they probably looked like the same, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> No, it's okay. If William took the goatee to more of a Fu Manchu. <laughs> but, I mean, that guy's awesome. I think that, I saw him interview the other day and asked him if you go on someone's boat. He said, only if you have a cold beer. That's oh, my yeah, kind of he, guy. Yeah. He's great. He's great. He's just got a great personality, you know, and uh, he responds to fans, you know, on his Twitter or Instagram. Facebook is where actually where I've been communicating with him. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he's just, he's really cool. I can't wait till he opens it up and hopefully – Takes a few pictures, you know. Whole yeah, thing. right, exactly. But uh, yeah, what a way to get in on a guy when he's hot, you know. That was that was perfect timing for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that that was great. And then uh, you just did something for Bo David Bote Bodie Bodie David uh, Bote. That, that Bote. One's, that was still in the works. Oh, you're so, still working yeah, on something like that. On, he's That's got awesome. his own uh, logo too. So okay, um, I reached out to him. You know, after I made the 13 uh, piece for him a couple years ago. And I said, hey, I see you got a new logo. You know, do you want me to do something else for you? And uh, he's like, yeah, absolutely. So but we're still working on the details. But huh. uh, Chafin gave me tickets. Or we're working out a deal for nice. the tickets. So, cool. Yeah, it was like, I'll do it free of charge. But, hey, wait a minute. You know, can you throw some tickets? Why not? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's Usually, cool. These rich guys, you know, sometimes I, I just... They get so much stuff sent to them for free, you know, right. like gotta, and nobody asks anything. Swag bags. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I figure, what the hell? I'm going to throw it out there yeah. and say, Strive tickets? And he's Shoot. like, yeah. Nice. Speaking of that, uh, May 6th, um, Kerry Wood's uh, illustrious 20K strikeout yes. game. 
Bill. Um, just done a lot of work for the Wood Foundation. Help them raise a lot of money. Yeah. All right, Bill, tell us about that. Whole wood at the Wood. Yeah, or what, Wood at uh, Woody. Three Some really cool things you've done there with those guys. Yeah, I got uh, Mike Bruce, I think, through you. Oh, Mike's the best. Mike, mm-hmm. when he was with them uh, three, four years ago, uh, he reached out to me and worked out, you know, a thing where uh, I'd make something for their uh, um, Woody's winter warm-up. And I've done that for three years, and very fortunate to be part of that. That was, that's been a really cool what, thing. What was the one of your pieces went for? What was the most expensive one? I think it was up there, wasn't it? Was it a fully autographed piece or something? I don't remember. You, you know, usually get them autographed. Don't you? Yeah, they they uh, have, have all quite the guys a few players. Back. You know, when they got it back set. Yeah, bills and VIP. I'm just out with the regular people. Yeah. Last year it's was the first year I was VIP. <laughs> See, I don't have VIP. I'm out in the freaking in the I corner. I don't even dude. think I had an actual ticket to get in, so <laughs> I'm not going to complain about VIP. I snuck them through. Well, you were a sponsor, weren't you? Like, yeah. I mean, we years? always love. I mean, that's a, that's what sucks. We haven't done a wood event. It's been a long time, yeah. man. Yeah, they missed last year. Yeah, two years in a row, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I know they're still doing a virtual stuff, the Wood Foundation, and I think they got something coming up. But uh, yeah, I think right now you can go on uh, the Wood Foundation website and purchase a 20k autograph strikeout card. All the money goes to charity, and yeah, we always, dude, Wood Foundation, man, they're like one of our Carrie Wood. I mean, he started Club 400 in a way. Our first ball player that ever came over here after Ricketts. And one of our best guests we ever had. And that was like when we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And uh, he was amazed that night. Uh, he was amazed because, uh, you know, at that point in time, I don't think he, he was kind of disappeared, disappeared for a while. So that was his first public appearance in a while. And, uh, yeah, he got a lot of love. It was a great night at Club 400. It kind of yeah. set the path of what's going on here. But, yeah, Bill Watts, been, um, I met Bill because uh, I bought a couple of the original W's. I think two of them. And I met him on uh, in Rockford on the expressway on the uh, Oasis, which is mm. still there today. The Belvedere Oasis. Auntie Anne's pretzels. I always love going. That's what I miss about the Oasis is the pretzels. Oh, I know. I Bill, mean, and, Bill and I actually went to breakfast at one of them not too and, long ago. And the opportunity to take a shit if you have to between have Rick, to, Chicago, yeah. and my house. You know? yeah, if you I mean, to. I knew I had that place there. Now I'm like, I don't have that place there. there. I don't have that place there. What am I going to do? I can't believe I charged <laughs> you for those, too. Those were... Those are really pieces of shit back then. Oh, no, but I still have it. I still have the one. Yeah, That was right before the Dawson event. I remember when right. you called me and you're like, yeah, I have these events in my basement and I got Andre Dawson coming. And I'm like, okay, what's this guy like, trying <laughs> to sell me? Or, yeah. you know, Am I paying him at the Maybe end of this? Maybe he's a sexual predator. Who knows? That's yeah. right. You never know. Well, yeah, but, Bill's, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I'm just, you're here. I have to say this. I mean, it's guys like Bill, right? Who's helped us raise all that money? I mean, he's never charged me for anything except for those first, those first five two. signs. Yeah. Maybe it's three or four, maybe. I don't know if you're saying just the first two, but they were just the first two. No, just kidding. You know, he's always been so good to us, and he makes custom stuff. I actually That's still have strange. the Wilson yeah. Contreras upstairs, and I'm going to do something with that. Obviously, I just was like, man. I mean, maybe we'll use it for Rikers thing, but I mean, it's a nice piece that's got to get to someone. It's got to be in someone's man cave, and right now it's sitting in the corner of my dining room. Mm. Not fair. Not fair to Bill. Not fair. So we got to get that. Not fair to Wilson either. But that was a great piece. Don't put Wilson in the corner, man. (laughs) You've done done a lot of one of ones. You made signs for John Vincent. Zobris. You just met John during. uh, Tell us about the John Vincent sign. Well, uh, you guys were gracious enough after my back surgery, what, a year and. 
a half ago, you know, we, you guys were going to orchestrate before COVID hit, you know, an event for me and uh, John graciously agreed to appear. And uh, then COVID hit and pretty much nipped that in the bud. But I was going to do a piece for John similar to the one I did for Wayne Mesmer. And, uh, you know, John does so much for like anti-bullying campaigns and just, you know, mental, mental health. health. Yeah, amazing guy. Yeah. yeah. So even though the event didn't happen, I was like, I still got to finish this for John. And uh, finally made it happen oh, a month or so, a couple months ago. And I was like, I'll deliver it to you, bud. I just want to give you this, you know, for it collects too much dust in my basement, you know. And uh, he was so happy, you know, he he was like, you know, what, what did you make this for me for, you know? <laughs> but I was like, you just do so much, you know. And uh, he's just a stand-up guy, and he's, it was my and he's generally genuinely happy too when Absolutely. you say that he was happy. He's oh yeah, yeah. he appreciated so, that. Such a good guy. And I know, yeah. I know Wayne Mesmer appreciated his piece yeah. and. Uh, that was a great night. I mean, that party, the Wayne Mesmer party, it's like the parties like that. that. Well, you, don't have to be, you don't have to be a, a superstar baseball player. You just have to be great people. And that's uh, Wayne and Kathleen, uh, big part of Club 400. You know, they're, they're on our page, and they follow us. And you know what? I was going to say, great they people. comment on um, social media stuff all the time. Yes. Which is fantastic. That's Not awesome. everybody's. But Club 400 people, they yeah, do. I've noticed that. He's just a normal dude, yeah. you know, like yeah. just yeah. down to earth. Right. And John's the same it's way. You know. Like one of us, except and, well, you can sing. But And, uh. and you know, Wayne <laughs> is actually appearing at Wrigley Field tomorrow, uh, which is Friday this, what's the date tomorrow? 7th? 8th? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's going to play with Kathleen on Sunday. Nice. Live. First time at Wrigley Field. First nice. time, yeah. So he's getting back to Wrigley. I'm assuming he got vaxxed up, so... Uh, it's great. it's great to have Wayne back at yeah. Wrigley Field. He is the voice of Wrigley Field for me, and uh, I got to deal with Wayne. I don't know if I ever told you guys this. I'm sure I mentioned it on a previous episode, but Wayne's going to come over here, and he's going to write out the national anthem word by word on the wall. So, And he's got great nice. penmanship, so I want to do it um, on a non-event night. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe have him come over and watch an away game and just do it with you know me, him, and a few people because – I, I, it's really not as long as you think because I actually, you know, I downloaded the, 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 the all the words and it's not too long. It's doable, you know. But you know, I don't want anybody bothering when he's doing it because it's right. gonna, it's going to be like probably five ten minute thing, you know. So right. kind of like our, our our great Pat Hughes uh, autograph on the wall over here. Yeah. But uh, so Bill, what what's in the future works for you? What you got planned? Um, obviously. Uh, Always doing something new, uh, adding lights to your signs, and doing different things. Yeah, uh, I <clears throat> this summer, you know, in, in spring, I've done a lot of a lot of custom work, um, college teams, and uh, some custom stuff for you know some Cubs fans. Uh, but uh, otherwise, other than that, just keep it, you know, still living the dream. Just doing. Well, there's like out nice products. If somebody wants a one of a kind thing. How, how do they contact you? What's the process? I'll tell you, Stu. They can go right to facebook.com backslash woodflags one. That's one way, right? That is. That's the. Best I wear way. that on my bracelet every day. He wears a bracelet. Fly the wood. Fly the wood. Fly the wood. Williams is probably my most dedicated. I am. I've promoter. Had a, yeah. I had one wear out. It's my second. Jesus. I know. He's got the original swag. Yeah. But, yeah, that, either Facebook page or Instagram and uh, Twitter, I'm, I'm on both of those also. You know, just look up Fly the Wood. Yeah, you could also hit us up on our Facebook page and say, give me the 
Give me the deets for the fly the wood guy. And we'll know who you're talking about. Right. And you'll do you'll look at you'll look at doing one of a kind stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, every piece is business actually logos. Unique. Everything. You know, yeah. every piece is unique because uh you know, I incorporate uh wood grain. anytime you're using wood, you know, there's no two pieces alike, you know, with the wood grain. So uh every piece is different in its own way. So I agree. Every piece is unique. Mm-hmm. You got that right. And again, the show's going into what I like to call the black hole. You have a dump button on, on that? <laughs> no, no, but I know how to edit. I said it I said it without thinking actually. <laughs> Did you? But no, every piece is unique. And he'll do it he'll do anything for you. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh what was I gonna say? Okay, this is how I want to end the show. Okay. All right. Hold on. Now we all know. Let's wait like five seconds. Right. I need a little. Okay. Yeah, what was your noise you were making? <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. All right. We go to a bar, right? Some dumbass offers a million dollars karaoke contest. We all know love, Bill loves karaoke. Right. I'm a, I'm a fan of it. Not huge, but I, I do my thing. So you could pick one song to battle the three of us for a million dollars. A song that you know you could rock hard to, that you could actually put on your best performance. What is that song? We'll start with you, William. Panama by Van Halen. Really? That's you you performing yes. Panama? Yes, exactly. Panama, huh? Yeah. All right, Bill Watts. Oh. I mean, know. I know you have a go-to. Yeah, I'm more of a country guy when it comes to to songs um pretty much anything by tim mcgraw you know real tear-jerking type songs that's usually if i can sit down on a bar stool and sing it and not That'd have be to tug mcgraw's son that would be yes. tug mcgraw's yeah. son. pitcher e- uh, eagles the uh philly i uh, saw um i think it was kenny chesney and tim mcgraw together at soldier field tim mcgraw was wearing these tight pants like i've never Saw a man before and been like, man, he looks really good in those pants. But that's when, when I think of Tim McGraw. I mean, he was unbelievable that night. Uh, when I think of Tim McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I told Lisa we were joking about it on the way home. I'm like, man, he looked good in those pants. And I'm like, I'm not, you know, that's, I, I'm, you know, whatever. <laughs> this is why this is the bonus show, okay? Well, his ass <laughs> looks just as good as most women's. God. You know, if you're He's one of those at, that would, you know, if he showed his ass, and you'd be like, oh, my God. That's, that's, and Tim then Tim you'd find out it was Tim McGraw. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, right. He looks good from the front, too. <laughs> I would probably do, um, why well, did this song in front of Eddie Vedder, dude? And Eddie Vedder was just was looking at, like, Lisa tells a story, because I did not even know Eddie Vedder was watching me. Eddie Vedder and Chris Chelios were watching me sing The Wanderer. Mm. So uh, and like Eddie was just watching me with this perturbed look on his face because well, if you heard me do the Wanderer in a bar, I changed the lyrics and shit. You know, so it's not the same version. It's my version. Yeah, well, it's not the same version each time you do it either. No, I've seen it about six times, and they've all been different versions. Well, there's a, like a break. There's a, like a a break of thirty to forty seconds, right? Where sometimes I'll throw in a freestyle rap, or I'll mm-hmm. call out people that aren't drinking. Or I'll rip on the uh, guy for not tipping the bartender enough money or something like that. You know? What time of the night probably comes into play yeah, a little hugely, bit too. And sometimes it's, uh, it's a duet, you and your brother. Oh, Eric they, loves doing the Sweet Caroline. They've been known to do that 
You did the Wanderer too, though. Yeah, Eric Lucky does the Wanderer. Eric backs me up sometimes. Yeah. When he's really hammered, he backs me up. <laughs> but no, I mean, I you know, I know Bill loves music, and I know William loves music, and Club Four Hundred is based off of my love of Cubs and music. Bill Watts, uh, he's a hell of a karaoke guy, and uh, we're gonna do that one day. We're gonna go to a karaoke bar, and you're gonna do your song. Oh, I gotta pick a different. Bill's gonna do his song, and I'm gonna do my song. Um, let's go out with uh, what do you got, William? Can you do? Can we do a Club Four Hundred beer commercial or something? Sure. All right. Yeah. How about a Club Four Hundred beer commercial? Keep drinking that beer. Uh, money goes to Club Four Hundred proceeds from the beer. Crystal Lake Brewery in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Uh, support local. Drink local. Club Four Hundred Lager. Thanks for listening, guys. Bill Watts. Thanks for coming tonight, brother. I appreciate that. Can I add one more thing? I'm sure. trying to get Club Four Hundred out in the Rockford area. We can work uh, on that. I, I've been talking to the liquor store in town. It's do they like, carry any Crystal Lake Brewery products? They do. They well, do. then that's and, easy. And they that's, are that's working easy. And a phone call. Though. And Rockford phone. is like such an old baseball town. When you, you know, yeah, you right. factor in the Rockford Peaches, yeah, the Rockford Cubbies, ladies, you, know, you know, and yeah. and they still got a collegiate team, the Rockford Rivets there. So it would do well in that area, definitely. Yeah. Club 400, we got to get in Rockford. We got to go see Bill Watts in Rockford. There's a lot of great things to do out there. Club 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ballgame. This crisp, easy drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans, this baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing, beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six-pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly.